Hey there, welcome to another episode of Soft Thoughts, a podcast about anything, everything, whatever's in between that. I am your girl, Danielle, with two L's. Howdy. Hi, your mom and them. How's it going? Y'all, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. With a T. Tired. Because I've worked five days straight. I'm finally off for one day. And then I'm not going to be off until this Saturday. Is that the ice cream truck? Y'all, I want some ice cream. I don't feel like getting out, though. I don't got no cash on me either. Y'all, I will take my 26-year-old butt out these doors and get me a little icy creams. (laughs) Get me like the little Tweety Bird with the the bubble gum. I know you're sitting there judging me. You you probably do it too. Mm-hmm. You probably do it too. But anyway, um, I pretty much just been trying to get my head together. I had this topic already last week. Actually, about a few days ago. I just didn't get around to actually putting it together and recording it. So this is this is what I'm doing right now. So this is why we got episode. So technically, count it. As last week for me, if you don't mind. And I'm probably going to have a week off because a girl needs to rest for a bit. So after this week, um, I would say the week after, yeah, next week. Jeez, it's already next week. Next week, um, I won't be posting anything. I'll come back. That's not that bleh, that next Sunday and record an episode. Um, more than likely, it's probably going to be cutest theme music first and then soft thoughts afterwards. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, that was a long, long intro. Let's go ahead and get into this episode. <laughs> so. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. I was, besides working and besides being tired, I was sad. I felt quite triggered this past week from some things that happened. And I think it started when this I had to break in front of this car that kind of cut me off last second. And I... I think I sat there and my body just tensed up. It's like, like I let me tell y'all something. So I I've talked about my car accident before on this podcast, right? However, this was the first accident I've been in that I actually got hurt in. I've been in two accidents prior to that. Um, Both with my mom. I think one was in my hometown and someone had ran a a red light and hit the car while we had the right of way. And then the second time uh, we hydroplaned in the rain 
coming back from church on a Sunday and my mom had gotten pieces of glass in her arm but we we made it out you know I, I wasn't hurt that both times I'm seeing her like I came out unharmed both times but still that doesn't mean that I'm not jolting every time my sister slams a brake while we driving through freaking Louisiana on the St. Charles Bridge <laughs> or I'm holding my breath whenever we're coming up to a car at a red light but I believe this this accident that I actually had gotten hurt in even though it wasn't my fault I think my body is still learning to to heal and learning to accept that you know this this sort of thing is gonna keep triggering me until I I've learned to like you know deal with it and it reminded me also of a lot of other things that's happened in my life and in other it's about everyone else's lives that's happened this year or this past year I mean and so I wanted to talk about trauma and triggers and <laughs> the things that makes us go hey let me laugh about it because this actually might make me cry because <laughs> that's what I do sometimes but trauma is not an easy thing to handle and sometimes trauma can affect us to where our livelihoods cease to exist our our drive can dissipate the things that we love no longer feels like it's something to to do anymore we just want to sit there and let it keep triggering us and keep us from from life itself until we become the trauma itself so a few things that I wanted to talk about um number one I believe that everyone has been through a traumatic experience if not I promise you they are more than likely going to. Unfortunately, though, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And nine times out of ten, there's nothing we can do to stop it. What are y'all doing around here? Y'all better not be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm hearing footsteps and everything. They over here running around and stuff. And there's dogs upstairs and all this other stuff. La, 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 la. Anyway. Back to what I was saying. It's inevitable. <laughs> um, not to say that that's funny. Just from my thought. And that I'm nervous about talking about these type of feelings. It was him and the dog. Okay. My bad. Back, back, back to where we were talking about, right? I would say one of the biggest things that I don't think anyone's really recognized it as a traumatic experience is this pandemic y'all 
it's been a, a whole year since the start of the pandemic panoramic panini <laughs> peninsula okay this pandemic it's been a whole year just think about how much has changed about how you view the outside world now versus 2019 2016 2012 y'all remember when the swine flu came out when the blurred bird food came out we weren't doing this. This wasn't something that we had to do. We had to wear masks all the time and stuff. We just, oh, okay, well, let's get our vaccines going. Let me make sure that we all stay strapped up and um, keep it going. But this has become a traumatic experience because people have died from it. Our livelihoods have changed from it. The way we view life as it comes to health and finances and shoot, just even us, our own selves, like it's changed. Because I bet you, I bet you right now, if you do decide to go outside without your mask, you do decide to walk into a store without your mask that's up to you but don't get all queasy if someone decides to cough around you just saying you know people are gonna react when someone coughs around them that's just how they do it but that's that's a trigger that's part of the things that we now have adapted to (laughs) and i bet you when years from now whenever this thing ends or if this thing even ends we're still going to feel the after effects of what's happened in 2020. And it's probably not going to go back to the way it was before. I I could promise you that. So another thing that I wanted to, I, I, I want to say this one is a specific traumatic experience is the police brutality and the Black Lives Matter protests from the past summer. I I believe that it was because of the protests that I was like, I have to do something. I need to do something because I'm a black woman living in the in the South, knowing that at any point in time, somebody could come up and try to hurt me just because I'm black with curly hair and just being stereotyped on a regular basis, being talked to any sort of way on a regular basis. Like, it's such... Unfortunately, I feel like every day... Every time I walk out those doors, I'm walking a traumatic experience. <laughs> like, I'm a traumatic experience waiting to happen. Because all it takes is one person looking at me wrong and it's over. And so it reminded me of one of my favorite poets that I love to listen to and read 
And his name is Rudy Francisco. You can look him up on YouTube. And there's this poem called Adrenaline Rush. And he talks about all these people who, you know, go skydiving and all this other stuff. And one thing that stuck out to me the most in this poem was, he said, it must be nice to feel so safe. Uh, what was it? It must be nice to feel so safe you have to invent new ways to put yourself in danger. I had to sit there. <laughs> I'll pause that thing. I'm like, who? It must be nice that you have to invent new ways to put yourself in danger. And just knowing that every day, every day that you are black is is an adrenaline adrenaline rush waiting to happen. It's like, oh my goodness. He spitting. This man spitting. <laughs> but I think that's why right now I I try not to watch many black black stories, black films that include the struggle, the pain, the abuse, the rapes, the brutality of black people. I can't watch it. I I legit can't watch it at this point because it just it puts me in a place where I don't I don't want to be, and so instead, I avoid it. I push it out the way, and that's I I guess I can sum it up with what things you can do to work through the traumatic experiences. So that is one way, but um, continuing on, I would say another way is, excuse me, relationships for me and <laughs> for me in particular, uh, just having people in your life that have had such an influence on you that when they do something as drastic as as break your heart as dramatic really as breaking your heart in such a way that it changes who you are as a person it can ooh jeez man it can really rock you and i just know this from personal experience i can tell you right now i am not the same person in 2021 that I was in 2018 I can definitely tell you also I'm not the same person in 2018 as I was in 2014 when I first broke up with my with my boyfriend um or my ex or whatever you want to say the person that I just happened to date at the time (laughs) um Honestly, I I think a lot of the time we relate trauma to relationships. And although those are pretty much true, it's not just romantic ones. It can be family. It can be friends. It can be co-workers. It can be anyone that you consider to be close to you. It's not just one thing. 
And um, I think that's why... I don't think I think that's why trauma doesn't get talked about a lot when it comes to the black community in particular because we just we kind of just ignore it. We we take the the triggers as us being crazy, us being over dramatic, overtly sensitive. But we don't recognize it as trauma. So we end up going through life not dealing with anything we've we've gone through because we think it's normal when it's not. And that's why a lot of the time right now, people have been pushing for mental health, for therapy, because we're starting to realize, hey, yeah, this stuff is actually taking over my life. This is is affecting me in such a way that I can't function anymore. And I need help. And I promise you this, I've done therapy. I've done therapy for, I want to say eight months. And that was probably the best thing I could ever do. And I've gotten people on therapy. I've I gotten a friend on therapy. She only needed three, three months, I believe. And, and she got her mom on therapy. I had gotten my mom on therapy. And it, it's, it's nice to know that like people are now starting to take mental health and trauma and experiences seriously now, because. <laughs> this should have been something that we needed to talk about. But I know for sure one of the one of the main things that we need to deal with when it comes to trauma is acknowledging that we have trauma. <laughs> I know that whole it's like it's kind of like the addiction where they tell you that the only way you're going to get over the the first way you're going to get over the addiction is acknowledging that you have one. It's the same thing with trauma. You have to acknowledge that you have trauma, that you've been through some stuff. That's where we start. <laughs> and after that, you know, you have to acknowledge that that trauma has affected you. And then you need to find your feelings in that. And not just, like, not just sitting there and analyzing it and over paper and stuff. Like, whenever you feel those triggers come on you, instead of trying to, okay, let me try to do something that makes me happy. Why don't you sit in it for a second? Why don't you figure out, okay, what's making me feel like this? Why am I feeling like this? Acknowledge what you feel. And then, then try to do something about it. Try to talk to someone. Try to write things down. Shoot. Voice note it like I do. (laughs) I would legit voice note everything I feel out. 
until I no longer have that feeling. And if that takes a few days, I'm going to do it. If it takes a couple of minutes, I'm going to do it. Sometimes you, sometimes you even just need to talk with someone. Um, that you can, you can do, there's, there's plenty of mental health programs, or you can just even find someone that you trust and talk with them about the things that you've, you've been, you've been through and the things you feel about and like go to someone who actually will be willing to listen, you know? So, uh, I would put in this, uh, particular video that I have found on YouTube, but I, I don't remember the name, but I know it's under the channel, um, The Roots. If I find it, I, I guess I can plug it into it, into this episode. But definitely, I know for sure for my black folk out there, looking to, look into this stuff, look into what causes traumas and the things you can do to help work through those and everything. And even if you're not black, still, I'm, like I said, everyone has been through something. Still reach out, get help, talk about it, acknowledge the trauma, acknowledge the triggers, and find ways to heal. And uh, just know that we got we got each other. And I got your back if no one else does, you know. But that's pretty much it. That's all I had to say for this episode. Because <laughs> I need to get back on this homework. And it's it's 6.30, which means it's 5.30 in Phoenix, Arizona. Because that's where my schedule, my homework schedule is based off of. So I don't have too much longer until I have to turn this in. And I'm on page two of five. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Um, I'll try to come back. I'm going to try to come back. I will come back. I ain't going to try. I will come back this week with another episode. So, yeah. Until then, (laughs) I enjoyed you as you enjoyed me as we enjoyed each other. And I'll catch you on the flip side.